welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. The main scripture for today is taken from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verse 1 to 12. And Moses went up from the plains of Moab unto the mountain of Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Gilead unto Dan, and all Naphtali, and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah unto the utmost sea, and the south and the plain of the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees unto Zor. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not go over thither. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab over against Beth Peor. But no man knoweth of his sepulchre unto this day. And Moses was an hundred and twenty years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands upon him, And the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, in all the signs and the wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to all his land, and in all that mighty hand and in all the great terror which Moses showed in the sight of all Israel. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the privilege of being alive today. And I thank you for everything, even the little things that we don't seem to remember sometimes to thank you for. Lord, I pray for my listeners today that your word will bless them richly. And I seal this prayer in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for joining us. The title of today's podcast is Quest, Not the Conquest. Quest, Not the Conquest. Today, we will be looking at the end of Moses' colorful life. But first, let us run through some of the events that characterized his life that set him apart from everyone else. When God appeared to Moses in the burning bush, he had had quite an interesting life. He was born to a Hebrew slave woman placed in a basket of faith and hope, found and adopted by a princess, lived like a prince, but as he grew up, he became progressively concerned about the manner in which the Hebrews were treated. One day he saw an Egyptian whipping one of the Hebrews. Moses intervened and murdered the Egyptian. For fear that he will be punished, he fled like a real criminal. 
He became a fugitive, found a new tribe and a new family. One day, as Moses was going about his normal business of keeping his father-in-law's flock, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flaming bush. Moses leaves the path he was walking to explore the spectacle and he found himself on a holy ground. He encountered God in this place, off the path, remember? And God reminded him of the people he left behind. You find that in Exodus chapter 3 verse 7. He said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings. And that was the beginning of his lifelong career that was to end in such a dramatic way. One of the things that came across so strongly in is that Moses was truly a person of interest to God. However, there was an unfulfilled ambition despite his unique and authentic relationship with God. Not because God hated him, but because God authored the script of his life. I wonder how many of you listening to this podcast today who have some unfulfilled ambition in spite of their faithfulness in serving God. Most of us have discovered by now that life does not synchronize like Hollywood movies that can be reordered, re-recorded by the director. And even if it is a supernatural movie and you are a member of the cast and crew, then God is the scriptwriter, the executive producer and the director. All of these three ensures that the vision is cast properly and the distribution of the finished product is achieved. Moses' mission was the expedition, not the destination. For him, the meaning of his life was in the journey, not in the achieving the destination. This trajectory is strange to us in postmodern society, but as the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. For some of us, that's the way it is. We make out our plans and intentionally choreograph the outcome even when we should know that we are not in charge of the outcomes. One thing that is clear is the fact that you and I are a part of much, much bigger plan. We are a part of a cast and crew of the mission of God, the Missio Dei. Here on this side of eternity, God is the writer of the script and we are part of the sales team of the Calvary's blockbuster. We may not be here for long due to the allocated time frame to see everything through, but at least we have the responsibility to play our own part no matter how minute it may be. This is why, like Moses, you and I are people of interest. You are a person of interest. I am a person of interest. You are a person of interest to God because God called you. You are a person of interest to the devil because he knows you. 
and be being a person of interest is not an easy place to be because you are constantly being watched. Notice that even to the last moment, 20 years after he would have received the birthday message from the Queen of England if he were to live in Britain, he was still climbing mountains. He climbed Mount Nebo approximately 817 meters above sea level to have a panoramic view of the land that inspired his aspiration, which he would not be permitted or allowed to enter. The Bible says that Moses was 120 years old when he died. His sight was unimpaired and his vigor had not abated. You find that in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 7, such good health will be nearly unattainable for us today because uh, of the things and the nature of time and space we live in. But for Moses, God may have given him the strength to carry on the special mission assigned to him. He never retired. He was always on an expedition. He was on a mission. The secret of a long and healthy life is a life that has a mission. The story of the end of Moses' life reminds me of some early Scottish missionaries such as David Livingston, who lived between 1813 to 1873, and Mary Slessor, who lived between 1848 to 1915. Even though Dr. David Livingston and Mary Slessor did not live long enough to see the result of their hard work on the continent of Africa, they were certainly part of the expedition that opened up the access to the interior of Africa. And we can see some of the results today. It could be that some of you listening today are only called to be part of the quest, but not the conquest. Which is the point I'm trying to make today. To many, God's dealing with Moses was unfair, as he was not given the opportunity to enter the promised land after leading the children of Israel for nearly 80 years. In verse 4, the Lord said to Moses, this is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. The book of Numbers chapter 20 verse 12 explains the reason. Moses struck the rock at Meribah instead of speaking to the rock as instructed. The immediate possible reason on that occasion was partial disobedience, which is also disobedience in disguise, as a result of obstinate and restless behavior of the children of Israel. Again, it is worthy to, to take note that the underpinning factor is that Moses was a person of interest to God. He was in the center of God's plan and therefore must exercise coherency when playing out the script to which humanly speaking he was not in any way in control of and the meaning of Moses' life was in the expedition and not in completing it. It is the journey, the struggle that makes life interesting and meaningful. Imagine life without struggles. Imagine life without anything to think about. 
it would be such a boring life. I believe that Moses had his hands full and his mind as well. In verse 5, Moses dies and God buried him where no one would ever know. It is a touching scene. Moses has been such a great man of God who has spoken often with God face to face. In the end, it was God and Moses. Do you think the people grieved over the loss of this great leader for nothing? The Bible says the Israelites wept for Moses in the plain of Moab for 30 days. Yes, they would surely miss the man who had provided strong and continuous unbroken leadership for them. Then comes the final tribute in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 1 to 12. Never since has there been a reasonable prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unequaled for all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to perform in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and his entire land, and for all the mighty deeds and all the terrifying displays of power that Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. Wow, what a wonderful testimony to the life of a man who led uh, the children of Israel through expedition. Oh, I pray that those of you listening to my voice today will come to that point in your life when you aspire from this side of eternity and then your epitaph will read something like this. Moses was truly a man of God. For many of us, it will be our friends or families that will write those final compliments. But I wonder what will be, what it will be. And if God were to write your own tribute, what would it be? I guess it's really up to us today. I guess it's really up to you and me. And the things that will be said and written about us will be how we have allowed our life to play out. While we're not in control when we come into this world or when we live, we must remember that we are responsible for minding the gap that is between us. Friends, as I bring this Friends, as I bring this short podcast to a conclusion, I'm reminded of the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 to 8. Within the passage, he showed us three ways to please God. One, we must be bold and courageous witness for God. God is greatly pleased when we are bold and courageous in sharing the message of Jesus Christ. The second one is the mindset of pleasing God. Living a life that is pleasing to God does not happen suddenly. It is a gradual process as we learn to trust and to obey Him. God will help us to learn how to live that life of pleasing God. The last one is serve others with agape love. You know that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So the love that God has 
was not because we loved him first. God was the one who began this business of love and we're called to share, we're called to demonstrate this love to the world. I believe, friends, that all these three qualities were present in the life of Moses and indeed most servants of God. They should also be present in us too. God bless you. Lord, we thank you today for another privilege that you've given to us uh, to be able to share your word with the world. And Lord, I pray today that as many that have listened to the sound of my voice through this podcast, I pray that you enrich them, O God, enrich their spirit, soul, and body. And Father God, that those who have not accepted you will find, O God, opportunity as this to accept the finished work of Calvary. And for those who are already on the journey, Lord, may they come to that place where they understand that sometimes it's not in the conquest that we we are called to, but in the quest. And I pray that those struggling on their journey will find strength to make it to the end. All this I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Amen. listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again. 